0: Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. Almost 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. Knowing we can rely on regular gifts each month takes some of the guesswork out of operating a faith ministry monthly givers who share our mission are called visionary extra mile partners and right now you're invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters the amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you what is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach australia for the gospel click the banner at vision.org.au or in the vision app to find out more about becoming a visionary extra mile partner It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
1: Well, let's take another opportunity today to get some insights into the nation, which is renowned to be the worst persecutor of Christian believers. And it may be one of the worst persecutors of Christian believers but that has just inspired believers from around the world to be supportive of ways that they can stand alongside the persecuted church. Today some more insights into North Korea and we're back with the Reverend Dr. Eric Foley who's the Chief Executive Officer of Voice of the Martyrs in Korea. He's written a number of books. He's even traced the history of baton changing of faith uh, down through the generations from a revival in North Korea that dates back really to the 19th century but really took hold after the Welsh Revival at the beginning of the 20th century and then into North Korea where there was a wonderful revival. Things went dreadfully bad. And these days, being a Christian or even possessing a Bible in North Korea is one of those things that is punishable by being incarcerated in a concentration camp, even martyred for your faith, put to death, executed. Well, let's talk about today with Eric Foley some of the issues that are going on in North Korea that are supporting those believers. Eric Foley, welcome back to 2020.
2: Neil, thank you for having me.
1: Eric, one of the caps that you wear is as the dean of what's known as an underground university. You've got people who are defectors from North Korea. They make their way to South Korea and then by whatever means, they make contact and can be a part of a course that you run to strengthen Christians behind the borders of North Korea. How does your underground university work?
2: Neil, you know, the Underground University um, is really the heart and soul of everything we do in our evangelism and discipleship of North Korea. These are, it's interesting because they're students on the one hand. These are North Koreans who have escaped from North Korea. Uh, typically, that means they've crossed across China. They've gone through uh, a country like um, Thailand or Laos, and from there, come to the South Korean embassy there. They're uh, taken by airplane to South Korea and they're naturalized as South Korean citizens. Since the war between North and South Korea never ended, anybody who is a citizen of North Korea is actually by definition a citizen of South Korea. So they become citizens, but their life in South Korea is very difficult. Uh, They're looked at with a lot of suspicion on the part of South Korean people, not only because of spy activity, but uh, they're viewed as lazy, stupid, broken, dishonest. Uh, The world that they grew up in is extremely different than life in South Korea with its fast pace and its market economy. So they struggle to find work. Uh, The rate of death due to suicide is extremely high, about 17.6%. High levels of uh, North Korean defectors sent to jail or get involved in drugs. Uh, but in the midst of this, what we found, as my wife and I started our ministry uh, with Voice of the Martyrs 16 years ago, was that North Koreans were in a unique position to be able to reach their own people for Christ. And in fact, their involvement in Christian ministry was what gave them hope and joy and purpose in life, such that as they got involved in these things, their lives became transformed. So on one hand, they're students. They're learning things about how to plan projects and uh, uh, how, to, uh, how to think strategically through issues. They're learning about leadership because uh, in North Korea, there is only one leader who is the, the dear leader. Everyone else is a follower or, as North Korea says, a human bomb. So uh, when we started Underground University 16 years ago, people thought we were crazy. They thought that uh, it was impossible that North Koreans could ever become leaders. And yet we found that they were in a position to understand North Korea in a way that simply was not possible for foreigners And so all of the ministries that we do, uh, from balloon launching, the launching of every year 32,000 New Testaments by balloon into North Korea, uh, that was a project uh, that came from North Koreans and which North Korean defector UU students, underground university students, carry out today. Uh, We do a 90-minute radio broadcast um, from South Korea Into North Korea. All of the other broadcasts are done by South Koreans. They're done by South Korean, even the Christian broadcasts are done by South Korean pastors. But the UU students, our undergrad university students, write and produce this broadcast. And it broadcasts into North Korea. And because it's North Koreans talking to other North Koreans, it's a strong threat, according to the North Korean government. And so our program is the program that has the most attempts to be jammed. Uh, so they're not jamming the political broadcast, not jamming the propaganda broadcast, they're jamming the Christian broadcast. And so whether it's balloon launching, the radio broadcasting, um, the other ministries that we do in, in the uh, on the border with North Korea, the discipleship ministries, these are ones that North Koreans have come up with the ideas for these projects. And uh, it's kind of emblematic of how Voice of the Martyrs works. Uh, you know, uh, Voice of the Martyrs here in Australia was one of the founding sponsors of Underground University and every year they have uh, not only participated through the prayers and gifts of the people in Australia, but uh, we've had uh, members of the Voice uh, Voice of the Martyrs Australia team come to teach and to participate in these balloon launches and to record messages on the radio broadcast. And always they come away amazed. At the creativity of these North Korean people. So, outside of the university, people look at them with pity and, and scorn and disdain. But these university students are leading the charge into the darkest nation on the planet, and they're bringing a level of understanding and spiritual insight that's simply unparalleled it's just something they, they come up with things uh, that we, we couldn't even imagine, Neil in terms of reaching their own country
1: It is fascinating to hear about the innovation that goes on and uh, radio broadcasts well that's what we're used to in this uh, setting where we're talking on this program even now but uh, hot air balloons taking Bibles across borders very exciting, very dangerous and I imagine that this is one of the ways that connections come for people who are defectors And as you say, they go through various uh, different lands to eventually get to South Korea and they find their way to your underground university. When you've got the, you know, the the raw material, the person who has sometimes had exposure to other Christians, but not always with an in-depth understanding of what the Bible might teach. How is it that you actually train, and I guess it's in a relatively short period of time, how is it that you train those believers to go back into their homeland to be able to be effective witnesses?
2: Well, the interesting uh, aspect of um, Underground University that makes it unique is is that we're not training them according to uh, Western or American or Australian missionary methods, uh, nor are we training them according to South Korean missionary methods. But what, what they're being trained in is the evangelism discipleship strategies that have characterized the underground North Korean Christians uh, for generations. And so uh, I wrote about these in the book, These Are the Generations. And um, North Korea has very unique uh, strategies of evangelism and discipleship. And these are the things that these students are learning. We are, we are in effect, acting kind of like a proxy uh, to help them to learn what they would have learned had they stayed in their own country and been contacted by underground Christians there. In fact, so many of the ministries that happen at Underground University happen as a partnership between underground North Korean Christians and the Christians at Underground University. So, Several years ago, in fact, uh, we had Christians in North Korea who gathered 650 fax numbers. These are the fax numbers inside North Korea of North Korean police stations and hotels and trade missions and government offices. And then these uh, fax numbers were, were secreted out of the country and uh, North Korean UU students, our North Korean defector UU students, underground university students in South Korea, then acquired fax numbers uh... from the countries where north korea does business uh... so these would have been countries like uh, libya or myanmar or cambodia or iran And so uh, through some amazing effort on their part, they purchased fax numbers from these countries. And then once a week, from one of those fax numbers set up electronically, our North Korean underground university students would blast fax. All 650 of those uh, fax numbers in North Korea, they would blast fax them a message uh, that was a gospel message that they had written that would have particular meaning uh, to North Korean people. And it, it, by all accounts, drove the North Korean government crazy. Uh, the project went on for about 10 months until North Korea responded with a very angry message through uh, one of the embassies in Europe and indicated that they would um, take action against the, 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 those of us who were responsible for the program. And that's typical. It, it takes about to, we, uh, A project like that will last about a year. It'll take about a year to plan, a year to execute, and then we're on to the next project. And so underground university students are constantly innovating and partnering with underground North Korean Christians to do these kind of projects that I certainly could never imagine coming up with on my own.
1: You've got the underground university. How long is it the average student actually spends with the university doing basic discipleship training and then, I guess, become part of this uh, small army of of Christian believers who are uh, involved in all of this process of, of reaching into the, beyond the borders and, uh, and touching people's lives with the gospel.
2: A typical class for us would be about 15 students in a year, and a student would go through the program for two years. And that's not two years of uh, classroom study. Uh, classroom study takes up part of that time as they learn the the core practices and methods of North Korean underground Christians. But a lot of that time, Neil, is taken up by actually going out to the field. Uh, and uh, we are going to the places where there are North Korean refugees. We're going to the place where there are North Korean workers. You know, in China, we have more than 100,000 North Korean workers sent out by the North Korean government. Same with Russia. All over Russia are North Koreans. And in those places, our underground university students can go and make face-to-face contact with our North Korean brothers and sisters and to share the gospel with them according to the training they receive. So it truly is a school on the move. I mean, it's a school that's happening all over Asia. And in that two-year period, students are constantly coming back to the classroom, going out into the fields, and they are learning how to do the work of the North Korean underground church that uh, those Christians inside of North Korea can't carry out because of their confinement. And yet the North Korean uh, church is now operative all over Asia and even in the Middle East uh, through underground university. And we're so thankful that in Australia there was that kind of vision to support this kind of university and that uh, Voice of the Martyrs Australia were founding partners in this and have always, uh, every year, been uh, sending us cards to encourage the students, praying for the students on a regular basis, sharing the information about uh, the projects. Uh, sometimes we can't share them until years later when they're when when the projects are complete, but uh, we are very thankful for the Christians in Australia and Voice of the Martyrs Australia for their, their partnership in this underground university.
1: It's one thing to have been part of the foundation as a founding partner with the underground university as Aussies, but how do we continue that support? How do we continue the sustainability of the underground university and see expansion and uh, more and more lives touched. How do Aussies support uh, Voice of the Martyrs at this time, Eric?
2: Well, one of the great things about Voice of the Martyrs around the world is that um, we have Voice of the Martyrs now in more than 20 different countries. And while each organization is independent and governed by uh, um, uh, a national board in that country, Uh, We share uh, resources together. And so uh, here in Australia, Voice of the Martyrs Australia has been involved not only in Underground University, but in the balloon launching, the radio broadcasting, uh, the discipleship basis that we operate. And so Christians here in Australia have a wonderful connection. It's as if uh, uh, there's no distance between us at all uh, by connecting through Voice of the Martyrs Australia, which through its newsletter and online resources is regularly publishing our prayer needs, our reports um, the information about the projects and also giving uh, people in Australia the opportunity to, to participate in the support of those projects and I think most importantly to learn from them how we can apply those same lessons of uh, the living the martyr spirit in our own Christian life we may not experience the same uh, type of persecution in Australia as in North Korea but As the Apostle Paul said, anyone who seeks to live a godly life in Christ Jesus is going to face some kind of opposition. So hopefully the relationship we have with the Christians in Australia is a mutual one, one in which we're giving and receiving from each other. And it's certainly one that uh, has been beneficial for Underground university for many years.
1: Well, I'll give listeners the website where they can connect with Voice of the Martyrs. It's the website vom.com.au. It's V-O-M. That stands for Voice of the Martyrs, vom.com.au. The Reverend Dr. Eric Foley, and thanks for talking to us on this visit to Australia. Eric, uh, let's do this next time you're in the country as well. But thanks so much for being with us on 2020.
2: Thank you, Neil.